Welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. This is John. And Eric. Just a small one today. Just us two, you know. Two of the sons. Casting. You could call us the real two sons of thunder. The other two aren't real. Nope. No. It's just, we're the two. fabricated. (laughs) We're the two sons. Jacob is in, he's in Montana with his family right now. And where's Sean? Ooh, Sean is married. He's a married man. Oh, dude, that was so fun this weekend. Yeah, so he's on his honeymoon right now. We just had his wedding last week. Mm-hmm. Did we really just, was it just last week? Yeah, it was Saturday. Wow, it's been, it's already Thursday. Yeah, so yeah, so we had a, a bomb kick butt wedding. It was awesome. It was beautiful. They both looked awesome. I told Alex Spanton, shout out to Alex Spanton. He was the, the... Bestest man. The best man. I'm sorry. I've had I've had a cinnamon roll today and popcorn. <laughs> yes. That's all I've eaten, dude. So I'm just like scone. Yeah. And like I think I'm going to some breweries later, so I gotta eat a big dinner here. But um I had a JJ's gargantuan sandwich. Oh man, that's a lot of meat. Yeah. That's was, a lot of meat. So I'm like at the other end of the spectrum. Did you get a workout today? No. Oh, okay. Anyhow, took well just to finish what I was saying. So shout out to Alex Banton. He was the uh, best man. I, I told him when he was up there and gave the rings away, he should have whispered, it should have been me. Because <laughs> I think that's the best thing of message. It should have been just me. Just crying at Delexi. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Baby. Yes. So uh, that was a fun wedding. So congrats to Sean uh-huh. once more. Uh-huh. We actually, I've never heard of anything like this. They souped up their RV. They like put paint on the RV. Oh, yeah. Streamers and they said just married. And then like after the wedding, we all piled in, had some champagne. It's pretty pretty awesome. It was a short ride, but I liked it. It's like a six minute thing, yeah. but it's fun. It was hot. Not a lot of space there. No, I was right by a window. It was, mm-hmm. it was okay for well, me. That's right. People were honking at you, mm-hmm. and probably thought you were the groom. Mm-hmm. I had the look. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize the three piece suit is so much more eloquent. Like the the vest just makes it. I you know. don't have to button or uh-huh. worry about how uh-huh. fat you are. Yep. Just wear the vest. Sean Sean had a uh, he had a. Like I said, I can't think of anything today. What's it called? A watch, the pocket watch. Your pocket wow. watch. Wow, I, I need to. I need some water or something. Dude, no. But um, he had a, a pocket watch from his grand from his grandfather, and he would he, he would hook it on the middle button of the vest and put it in his pocket, so he just looked like this like gangster. He looks like Cornelius awesome. Vanderbilt. Like, <laughs> yes, he did. Yo, late, Delexi. <laughs> Delexi. Well, I'm on the oil rig today. Yeah, he had slick back hair. Yeah, like, we should put pictures up on our Twitter Sons and Thunder thing, yeah. Insta, maybe? You know, yeah. Um, I don't want to – I'm afraid to announce it because I'm moving in uh, a week and a half. Uh, so it would be fun to get around to that to have an Instagram. So in the future, check out if you have an Instagram. It would be sweet just like toss up pictures of us. and you know, Let us know if you guys want like one too because like, I think it would be cool getting some Colorado pictures, getting some Minnesota yeah, pictures. Yeah. Just keeping in touch that way. And plus, I don't know. Like, that seems to be the way people are going. We could have, like, a facial hair month. It's like, who can grow the best beard out right of all Right before four November. Of us. So That's that we right. come in. That's a this is, this is one week. <laughs> this is one week. But, uh, so, John, you're uh, you're doing something new right now. Yeah, where are we right now? Oh, we are in Let's the... Let's set uh, the setting. So, we're in this building, Ireland Hall. It's a freshman dorm in St. Thomas. It is a hundred and like twenty five years old, and we're in the basement, and it's called the meeting room. But it's where I met with my my peer minister four years ago, Whoa. in which I have taken his place. 
I'm a pure minister now at St. Thomas. Come find me. Ooh, John Lukey. This is actually, so it's a, it's actually a, a, a historic landmark. Literally, the, the Ireland city, Hall? The city of St. Paul cannot <laughs> tear the building down. They can only renovate it because it's literally awesome. Nice. So, Take that, St. So Thomas. I was a freshman here. I lived in 103, the place to be. 103? Yeah, man. Which wing? Is that north or south? That's south. I was okay. south. You know, S103, place to be. Oh. But um, so this, this room used to be super Catholic, like really, really Catholic. A lot of icons. Um, yeah, I remember before I, before I became Catholic, I was in here with like a small group for a crew, which is like a, like a Protestant Bible study. And I was looking around, I was like, man, this thing's really Catholic. What's going <laughs> on here? But now... It is torn down, and they've put up pictures of the devil. And no, close. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. So they're making a very interreligious or inner inner religion. Interfaith. We interfaith. had a, a huge hour long talk about that today. No, man. And uh, I don't know. It was kind of conflicting. I mean, that was this is our whole job at Peer Ministry. It's like they gave us the demographics of the university, and what it's like sixty five percent. I didn't have my contacts in, so I couldn't really see. But sixty five percent of the. <laughs> <laughs> So just, just, that sounds good. I agree with it. Just signing contracts, just like yeah, just <laughs> blindly signing the death warrant of like Mitchkey. Yes. Who, by the way, he goes by Shishki now because he's so flaky. No, just <laughs> he's just like in and out. I'm kidding. He's no, busy. he's a busy guy. We were up. Um, Shish kebab. No, we we were up at my friend's cabin, and my other great friend Spencer Lewin, shout out to Spank, played hockey with him. I played hockey on Monday. Dude. You have a friend named Spank. Spencer Spanky. What's his last name? Lewin. Where do you get spanked from? Explain it. It's like I've known it. him since five years old. So, oh, like, tell the dirty story. Come Spencer, on. Spank, they're like they're, they're Spencer so and Spank. Yeah, they're just names. Oh, right. I don't know. But Spence, he kept calling him Shishki. I think he didn't know his name. We were playing volleyball at Zorba's. <laughs> it's like Shishki, come Shishky. on. <laughs> and Jake was just like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> I love that. Dude. So we're gonna call him that. That's fantastic. Where was I? I forget. Anyways, peer ministry stuff. The, the, the demographics, the yeah. So St. Thomas is like 65% Christian, 42% Catholic, and I don't know. The rest is either Muslim or irreligious. Mm-hmm. So if instead of catering towards like the 65%, we're trying to gear towards the 1% of Muslims and 29% of non-religious, which yeah. I mean, it's like a – it's definitely worthy because – Every human heart deserves the gospel and every human like deserves to live mm. in the truth that mm-hmm. just God wants them to. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it doesn't require taking down, at least in my opinion, I think there's room for like a good compromise, but because of the conflict of bureaucracy, which we'll get to today, this is be actually the theme of the episode. Ba-ba-ba. We'll get there, yeah. Get there. Yeah. So like, we took we took Jesus out of the cabinet. So, yeah. <laughs> so Jesus on the cross was in a cabinet. So we just took him out and we we rolled a chair over and we just kind of set him on the chair. So he's the he's third kinda, son. He's kind of he. Well, I mean, he's the original. He is the son. He is the son. You know what I mean? And he's kind of our our third guy here. So it's John and he's I. Facilitating. And he's behind us. the computer. You know, keeping an eye on what, we, what we're saying, what we're doing. So. So welcome, Jesus. It's a great setting. Wish you guys would be here. But yeah. um, also, we just hit 4,000 listeners. That's right? right. Yes. So thank you. Congra- congratulations to all of you yeah. for listening to a popular podcast. Oh, so. you will get you, yes. But no, thank you so much for all the support and the listens. I'm sure it's probably just like five Catholic moms that have just listened to each podcast a day for Correct the last our grammar. Year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just don't like, like when we swear. Yeah. 
But tell your friends, though. Let's uh, keep growing. And remember, in October, we're going to be at the Archdiocesan Youth Day. So let's get some more listeners before then so yeah. then we're not just out of the blue. Uh, we got to compete with Nick Red, man. He just started, so, Uh-oh. you know, shout out to Nick Red. You don't, you know, I guess we're giving a talk with him. He just started his own business. He just yeah. started his own life coaching kind of ministry. Is it um, Christian? Yeah, in, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, it doesn't, knowing Nick, it, it can be a, just this total secular approach to life where someone wants to attain their, their dreams, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and their desires. But it can also be, you know, you can't do that fully without viewing, viewing it and, and doing it through the Lord. You know what I mean? He's not going to be able to. Is he still an SPL missionary? No. No, he's oh. getting married in December. And um, Anyhow, so shout out to Nick Red. If you see him around, um, give him a little tap on the shoulder. Yeah, he's very, it's intimidating because he's, a great missionary and yeah. he's, he's like a really smart guy. Yeah. He loves greatness. He's uh he's, he's pursuing greatness personally. And we're giving it, so we're giving the talk with Nick in October. So we should get on the phone with him, man. That'd be great. We probably should call him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I'll, podcast with him sometime. We'll talk about that. Cool. Um, so yesterday I was, uh, I was, I was at the cabin for the last day yeah, and a half. It looked fun. With, with Joe Tierney. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we literally, so my, my cabin, we just got it last spring. It's called, uh, it's on a lake named Big Round Lake. Big Round Lake. <laughs> very, very creative. I was like, that's awesome. I was hoping to like, it's hoping to be like, you know, saw sawtooth water Dungeon lake. watery. Yeah, just like lake. a cool name. There's so many like, you know, like uh, Lake Calhoun here in Minneapolis got renamed to Bidet Makaska instead no, of Calhoun. it's something different. It's even more different than that. It's no, like, it's Bidet. Bidet no. Makaska. It's, yeah, it's Bidet Makaska. Yeah. Yeah, so Catherine and I were like, shouting it the other day which is fun which they found out it's not named after john calhoun it's named after like a very religious guy whose last name is calhoun Saint so calhoun. At, yeah after they went through all this trouble to change it because john calhoun was a slave owner it's not him but that's okay more tax dollars to changing the signs <laughs> just five bucks no <laughs> literally five bucks stand not there. even probably like a dollar stand there like yeah actually in high school there was this I don't know, a grocery store that used to be unionized and then they shut it down and opened a non-unionized one and then the union came and picketed it until it finally closed. So we'd pass this every day on the way to school. Like, shame on you, Tom Wartman. <laughs> and these union workers got paid 20 bucks an hour to sit there yeah. and just like, yeah. meh. But it worked. Or maybe the mob was involved. No comment. No comment. <laughs> At Schlag. But, uh, oh, Schlag. Yeah, he's involved. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, he's behind the picket. He's just like, sees glasses. He's yeah, like, yeah. Just barely through the sign. That'd okay. be so funny. Should we get to it? Let's get to it. Yeah, so we were talking about um, St. Thomas, and I think what's happening at St. Thomas is just like a, a micro example of, of what the macrocosm of the world is right now with just this trying to just get rid of any difference of just trying to make everyone completely equal and completely the same. Um, and, and, I mean, mm, it pisses me off. Dude. Yeah. And, 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 and with that comes just like this complete inclusivity is that, you know, Dr. Naughton, um, a professor at St. Thomas, he said one time that inclusivity is a great servant, but it's a terrible master, right? Like, yeah. that, like, yeah, that we're just trying to include everyone. You know what I mean? And if we do that, we're going to lose our identity. We, we no longer are who we are if, if we're completely inclusive. Um, at, at some point, we need to define and, and say and set some limits on ourselves and some, some boundaries, right? Um, but what St. Thomas is doing is a micro example of just including all these religions, right? And and what's, what do we need? Well, that's like a 
like you're saying, it's a micro example, the one we're actually living. And if you read the Gulag Archipelago or read anything about just Russia during its communist mm-hmm. regime, mm-hmm. it's horrifying to see what like where these ideas actually lead. Yeah. And secondly, uh, the will to equity or equity itself, when it's like placed in that phrase, it's actually just like a deceiving word because what it really is is um, typically it's like those in like social justice positions or yeah. people with the loudest voices who are saying like, oh, we want equity. We want equality. What that really means is mm-hmm. that they don't so much love the poor as it is hate the rich and want to take their positions. So it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they have these shrouded words of piety and self-righteousness and tolerance, which are actually just resentment towards the system or men in power or jealousy. And it's all just a... It's, it's a fog and what is it called? Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, today that kind of played out. So I've been in meetings for peer ministry for like the past three days and 22 hours. It's fine. I love my group a lot. And my, my superiors are great people. Shout out Marta and Sarah. But so I was reading this thing today and I won't go into further detail, but it basically mandated my support to something like just unconditionally mm. without any it said it said literally like keep your thoughts to yourself yeah. and i was like mm, nope not gonna happen and i confronted the lady about this she was so taken aback Marta's so great it wasn't Marta though it oh, was okay. um it was someone yeah, from yeah. a higher up but, position at the mm, university mm. and it was like she had no idea how to respond but without like venom mm. and she's like whoa 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 like and it was instead of attacking what i was talking about it was more of like an ad hominem Oh yeah, and she came at me pretty hard, and I came really? at her hard personally. Yeah, like so wow. we we had a little duke out, and I was loving it because I was like, I can, is, this, this is my this is, this is my area. Or? No, it's in front of everybody. This Dang. is my area. Like I read Peterson, who's all about <laughs> the stuff I'm I'm reading Schultz and Heats, and, and so I'm like, if you want to if you want a yeah. tango, baby, I'm wearing my belt. I don't know if they wear tango belts, but so I felt pretty good. I, I tango with the belt, but like it was just a long day, and so I was kind of asking the Lord, like you know. I want greatness. I want courage in my life. And recently I've been kind of confronted with that. And so yeah. that's what I want to talk about today, Eric, is courage. Mm-hmm. So you like to go by, what is your title? Eric the Bold? Oh, yeah. That's what, so that's what, that's what the Pines call me. That's the, the I Pine think it's very family. Fitting. Josh Pine, Josh Poo. He, Josh uh, Poo. part of the danger squad here with the, the four of us. But he, um, his dad just coins this term called or just me calling me Eric the Bold. I I'm love like, it. I'm like, well, but like the the thing is, I feel like with courage, it's 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 this. It's a decision that you. I don't know. Like it comes to a situation, and, and you 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 choose to be courageous courageous in a situation, right? But it, when it, when I think it's true courage, um, it doesn't. It just seems normal to you. You know what I mean? Like I think I think a, like a virtuous. I, I can't. I don't. I can't remember who says this, but only a virtuous person knows what's virtuous. Or, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. That? That's I just I can't remember who said ethics. It. But like, it's, I think it's just maybe Aristotle or something like that. But ethics, yeah, of just the only only the virtuous person knows what virtue is, right? And I think um, when people you know say like, "Oh, Eric the Bold," I'm like, "What the heck? Like, where are you getting that from?" But it's so inspiring. You know, what I mean, like it's it's really inspiring just in, in myself to be like Eric the Bold. So I guess maybe I'm bold. I've kind of I definitely I would, am. I would agree. To I definitely, that. I definitely like to. It's trim the edges suit. of society and, and just kind of <laughs> what does that mean beard. trim the edges not my beard no you're just sitting there <laughs> get back in the edge <laughs> that's right no i think uh 
what I mean by that, I mean I just like to I like to push the boundaries a little bit. You know, I, mean, I like to Which men we were created to do and that's yeah, exactly yeah, what happened know. today. Exactly, like you said, like you had that moment to whether or not to, she, to choose passivity. She or literally choose said, like, you, know? you shouldn't challenge the authority in the situation, and I just I almost went off at her. Yeah, yeah. Because that's literally how the system becomes life, and that's how authoritarian ideologies mm-hmm. take root. And that's because oh, yeah. nobody has the balls to step up. Yeah, I don't know yeah. over well, what to I'm, step up. What I'm most interested in, in that is that. To, you, you know, you're sitting down and you're in a meeting, you're entering into this position, which is going to be an influential position on campus, you know what I mean? And you're going to be very, have a lot of close contact with students, you know? And I think this is why they're making all these changes is that everyone would be happy, that everyone would be kind of included. Mm. Um, but what, what interests me the most is that like you are one of those students, you know, and, yeah. and you are, you, you know, like just because you're titled peer ministry doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean like you lose all these rights as a student would, right? And that your opinion doesn't matter. There's an email. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Um, sorry about that. And just just because you're a titled peer ministry doesn't mean that you're not going to be, right? Like that your opinion doesn't matter as well, right? And exactly. then for you to be someone in a position of leadership, to raise your hand and, and voice it out, what interests me the most is that she would respond in in a personal attack kind of way from what you've said like of just this ad hominem you know what i mean not this like persuasive logic because if we're going to make if we're, if we're going to make these changes as a university right and if and if any institution is going to make these sorts of changes we need to know why we need to be able to defend ourselves exactly it can't be from a personal biased you know point of view and so you have courage in, in saying that right of standing up for what you believe and saying right this is mm-hmm. why this is why I believe this, right? I'm being courageous in this moment. I'm choosing to step out, but she chooses to to stay where she is. You know what I mean? She like because I think the biggest problem in our society is that we don't choose to look across at one another and have a dialogue. Yeah, it's a lot more one way. You know, it's like it's Ooh. like do this, and if you if you, and that, that it's fight or fight or flight. You know, you just kind of you freak you, out. You or hit you, on you know, two things yeah. that I really want to say. First, I love the thing in the heart because courage comes from the latin root core right and that mm-hmm. just means heart mm-hmm. so it's from the heart exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying and it, it, it ties in perfectly if you're virtuous it means like you have the spirit of god living within you mm-hmm. and it like the, it just comes naturally it's an impulse mm-hmm. of the heart that's what love is mm-hmm. and that's what courage is it just mm-hmm. you don't think about it it just pops up because god is so on your tongue mm-hmm. that leads to the second thing like in order to be courageous it presupposes two things one and first and foremost, that you've identified a problem yeah. or you've identified something. This that like if you think about it, literally you have to turn your body and use your eyes to confront this beast, this issue. Mm. So courage means like your instinct is usually to run, fight or flight. But you like you choose mm-hmm. almost exactly without even thinking. You, you identify the problem and then you have to what was the second thing? You identify and then you just kind of speak against it. Mm. And I wanted to say more. We'll talk about Lord of the Rings if you want to say something. Oh, yeah. In Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, just to comment on that. Yeah, I'm just please. thinking of just Christian courage, right? Of like, so, you know, we can be virtuous, but the fullness of our virtue can't can't come to fruition yeah. if we're if we're not living in, in a in a whole in a not a holy way, but like a Christian in the way that Jesus wanted us With to this, live. You know if it's I mean? not by the Spirit, right? And that, like, there's a book um, by Peter Peter Kreeft, Peter, mm-hmm. Peter Kreeft, however you want to say it, um, called "Back to Virtue." Yeah, oh, that was um, Kreeft. Was it? Was it him? I yeah. think it was. Yeah, 
uh, one of my favorite books that I've read. I remember um, when you brought that to Rome. Yeah, yeah. It was it was some. Well, Father John gave it to me. It was a gift from him actually. Oh. Our first our first meeting. He he just what he does is he pairs all of these these you know the the cardinal virtues and virtue with um, the beatitudes. He just kind of he, he he points them at one another and sees how they just they just mesh together. Like you know, there's no mm. conflict there. You know what I mean? Like humility is you know poor in spirit you know and that like it just whatever and then he just talks about the vices that 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 attack those things and it's a great book i recommend it it's awesome um where was i going with this uh christian christian virtue yes and that and that this is this is this is a virtue that we can live out you know apart from our christian lives in many ways right but we can't live the fullness of our of of, of being courageous unless we choose to live in, in a christian way um and I think that's what you're doing here. You know, you're defending what you believe, and like you're saying, you're 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 bringing it to, you. um, you're seeing the, like the greater aspect of it. Does that make sense? You know it totally does. And that this hits on something that we also talked about last podcast in my backyard about living by the law and living by the spirit. That's mm-hmm. what I was. Yes. Like, the thing yes. I kind of want to alluding to, but yeah. again, we'll just keep procrastinating on that one. That's right. But. To tie in some more imagery, and Eric and I love the Lord of the Rings. Oh, we, yes. It's it should resonate with the heart of every human being. Who is the Lord of the Rings? Sauron. Yeah, he is evil. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we is the is the ring the Lord of itself because it is the ruler of power. I don't, mm. Some may say it is Sauron's will. Whoa. Well, I don't know. Like I've always tried to find like the archetype of what the ring represents, and I know there might be some better answers, but I just like it doesn't fit sin. It sin doesn't really. You might say something. Or yeah, it doesn't. He never really spoke in straight um, allegories or metaphors, so it's always hard. But yeah, you're, we're looking. I was just reading it today. I'm halfway through. Uh, about three quarters of the way through Two Towers. Super good. Yeah. Fair, uh, Faramir just let Frodo and Sam go with Gollum. So instead of the movies. I know. I, I don't understand that in movies. He was chained up the whole time. I was like, what the heck? That's not happening in the book. <laughs> just getting pissed. Yeah. This is fine. your first time reading it? Yeah. This is oh. my first time. Yeah, we're going through it. That's why I'm, I'm just loving it every minute. Oh. I'm like, this is great. This is great. So, uh, but um, Courage, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I really, I really wanted to focus on Merry and Pippin, the two mm. hobbits, because, I don't know, I was just kind of in like a fever dream napping. I'm, I'm kind of sick if you can't hear it in my voice. So I needed to lay down and... Yeah, you know, like at least you're not sniffling like me on every other podcast. I don't no, know it's why all I just it's all in my throat. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> just sniff. But I'm glad you're not. It, it's uh, so you're in that first stage of sleep where you can't really like think, but you can't go to sleep, and so you just uh, let your yes. conscience consciousness float. And I was thinking about courage and what I was going to say in this, and I thought of Mary and Pippin because you and I love to identify as like good friends in the book, yes. and it's hard to come down. But we, we're pretty much hobbits, and so. Mary and Pippin, and you know, because you just read this, they they sign up for this adventure because they love Frodo and they just follow along. It's yeah. an impulse yep. of the heart. They don't really put yep. much thought into it. They got to run in the old force. They got to oh, run. Oh, it's an adventure. Yeah. But the main part that I was really, the image I was kind of focusing on was when they get attacked at Amon Sul. I don't know. And they get abducted by the orcs. Oh, Yes. And yep. these two who have just been along for the ride and really have no conception of like the evil that mm-hmm. is circling them, mm-hmm. the evil that's tracking them, and the gravity of the quest, these are courageous hobbits because, again, they're, it's like pretty much devoid of thought. Their hobbits aren't renowned as 
lore masters. They're not the wise. They're I mean, not. No one these, really knows about them. You know, like not many people know. What it's the true meekness, part. and they're humble. They just uh -huh. love the way of life, but they don't have to think and respond. And especially yeah. when they're on like the second or third day of the journey back in Rohan, and Mary's like pretty much dying, and Pippin grabs the leaf of Lorien and throws it. And so mm -hmm. in those acts, mm -hmm. like he's identified the issue. I'm trying to pull this back in. Um, I mean, they're just, I think they're just being like, so the, I think people can say the same thing about the wizard of Oz, but, yeah. um, that until we have some pursuit in our life, right. We are, we're not fully ourselves, right? Like we discover ourselves in the pursuit. You but know they didn't mean? even know, like, if you think Mary and Pippin, they have no idea the adventure they're on. Exactly. Exactly. Like they're just, they're just saying yes to this, Yeah, you know, and, and it comes with incredible courage. And, and in that. They're discovering themselves, and they're discovering like, wow, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was, or I can do these things. Like, you know, what I mean, I think all, I think all of the hobbits experienced that, like mm -hmm. as they be from when they began the journey, it's when they got back to the Shire at the end and said bye to Frodo. Like, you know, what I mean, I just think I, I, I can just see in the book as I as I read about Mary and Mary and Pippin especially, you know, what I mean, just how they grow in brotherhood, but ultimately how they grow in themselves and realize, wow, I'm a lot, like, I, you know, what I mean, like I can Ooh, do a lot, yeah. I can do a lot more things than I thought something. I could, right? Mm -hmm. But we can't, we can't fully understand those things until we until we until we step out and there's a lot of times in our lives where we can like take a step out and go for these mini adventures right it's not like this big life-threatening like facing the lord of the rings you know but you're this this small adventure like raising your hand in class when you disagree with something you know what i mean exactly like, I, I i i was a communications and journalism major here at st thomas and how many conversations i can like can talk about you know i mean there are these all these all of these not liberal but just this like confused kind of like wh where's the identity and all of this? it's a like, spirit of lying really it, it, it's deceit yeah. yeah it's like it's like ultimately just like a deceit thing you know what i mean and, it's resentment bottled up yeah and it's and like so many factors come into it like with the culture and with with different topics and things like that and people get people take it personally you know what i mean and, and like how many how hard it is to just raise your hand right and be like I'm Catholic, and I, I actually disagree with 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 uh, homosexuality being Your heart legalized, is right? Yeah. And everyone looks at me, and we actually have a guy in the class who who is, you know, he he has come out as homosexual. You know what I mean? And he talks, and he just like, well, you know, the whole class is on me about that, right? But there's, but it's in that courage, you know, what I mean, that that we learn that happened. The greater, yeah, it did actually, yeah, oh, <laughs> like, wow. literally, like I, we were we were reading an article about um, just like legalizing homosexuality and all that stuff blah, blah blah and i just raised my hand i was just like i disagree with this and everyone was like <gasps> like looked at me and the kid across the room was like he's like do you hate me and i'm like whoa like you know what i mean and i think i think people lose sight of i mean just my side tangent here like the catholic, the catholic church teaches things that are say like this is wrong you know and then they but it's descriptive not prescriptive exactly and then and then, and then people therefore think like well if i am that or if i do that like they hate me and that's not true you know what i mean because they don't understand love Honestly, I think it's just a, you know, a non-acknowledgement or misunderstanding of, of love. You know, they just don't fully understand their own human dignity, love in general. Anyhow, yeah. but I mean, trying to tie this back in, um, it's like, it's those, it's those small moments of courage, you know what I mean? That can help you in the greater great in the greater adventure, the greater pursuit of holiness, the greater pursuit of, of being Christian alive today, right? Mm -hmm. Like a Christian alive today here in St. Thomas. Don't know where that was going. Bring well, no, it back to you, me and No, you definitely, yeah, you're just feeding me, dude. We feed each other. And Yum. you said something, <laughs> just spoons of <laughs> gruel. All right. You, you've said something that made me think of, 
the, like the real juxtaposition juxtaposition between Mary and Pippin, like their courage versus the Ents, mm-hmm. because I don't know how long they take in the movies or in the books, but when he encounters Treebeard, who I don't know, coming from like a psychological standpoint, you can identify him as a number of a variety of things. Yeah, he's powerful. He's old. He's kind of like the institution, mm. and he he's tired of the new way of life he doesn't really care that's what it is he's indifferent because he's xyz but mary and pippin they're new and they don't have much like forethought but what they do is they confront him they're courageous Mm -hmm. they identify they say actually i remember in the movies mary says after after the entmoot where he yeah yeah uh what's his face treebeard says also Remember back to Ireland, some guy called me Treebeard. Yes, your nickname was well, my nickname was Treebeard. In Ireland, Josh and I, the same, you know, son of the man that calls me Eric the Bull. Um, he so I was he he told me, he coined me as Mary and he was Pippin or other way around, and then you were Treebeard. <laughs> like yeah, that's like really I had no idea. time in Ireland. Like so, me or Treebeard, he comes back and says, "Look, we're not going to go to battle. Like it's not our fight." Yeah. Basically. He, he washes his hands, a la Pontius Pilate. He mm. says, this is not something I need to meddle with. Yeah. Either like out of his own true goodwill, like, mm-hmm. listen, this is out of my reach, or yeah, yeah. he just doesn't give a crap. Mm. But Mary confronts him boldly and says, look, but you're a part of this world. And that's, that's like the root. That's the foundation of stone of courage. It's that mm. no matter what you are, even if you, you confront these people who like a a guy's yelling at his girlfriend on the street, yeah, yeah. and you say you can't do that. And he's like, "Well, you really have nothing to say right now." Yeah, your answer would be, "Actually, I do. I'm a part of this world. Mm. I share the same like ontological structure as this girl." Of course, yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, the 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 fear in that is that I think we're feeding into the idea, right, of inclusivity, right, of like of like you know what I mean, like that 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 someone else that disagrees with me can be like, "Hey, I'm a part of this world too," right? But the thing is, the world is lacking courage to do that, if that makes sense, mm. right? So like that woman's response to you this morning, right? Lacking courage, right, to to, to not push. I mean, she, she pushed back in the wrong way. She was pushing back, right? right? But to push back in the way that that would lead to something greater and something further. And so I think, so at the root of that is like, is, is, is the idea of that, like, you're a part of this too. Like, like, we're, like, we're in this together. Like, this is a thing. Like, we're in this together, right? Exactly. And to see, 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 I'm... I have an idea. I'm going to get there. Okay. So in Mary and Pippin's encounter with 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 the Ents and ultimately like all of the Hobbits, I'm just I'm just enamored by. I feel like the Elves kind of have their own agenda. Yeah. Men have their own agenda. The Hobbits are kind of just thrown in the middle of all this. Kind of the Dwarves kind of their own. And everyone has their own agenda, right? What the Hobbits just love, like they just love everyone that they encounter. You know what I mean? But honestly, I feel like we can't be truly courageous. Unless we know how to love well, that like the root of us being, us having courage is that we would desire love. You know what I mean? Because because ultimately you're you're raising your hand today, right, and wanting to speak up for something because because you have seen the truth and 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 the freedom that that comes in Christ and in Catholicism in, in His Church. Um, and if that's truly what we believe, right, we need to be open to others, right? Like sometimes it's, it, it, it takes courage to be open, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Amen, yeah. Right? And that like, yeah, you know, so I think there's times where we need to stand up and be like, I need to be courageous right now. You need to stop, you know, I need to stand up for this. And there's other times where we need to be courageous 
in remaining silent and which, remaining open. Which goes back to the first step that you need to turn and identify. Exactly. So it requires your attention. It requires yeah. it your... It can be an impulsive thing. You exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not premeditated, but it requires mm -hmm. you to be present. Whether you're coming forward and attacking or just being still. And like mm. both, you have your shoulders high and your chest up. Yes, you know? yes. Um, going back to the end, I, just, I love this. It's fun to talk images like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, so so kind of what I was driving out with that, just to drive it home, is that yeah. like they 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 went to Treebeard, Treebeard, Treebird, <laughs> Treebeard, and uh, he probably had birds living in his beard, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But he, he just, he told them like, like, He's, he was clearly doing it out of love and that's why it was virtuous and that's why it was justice and that's why it was, you know, Mary? like, yeah. And, and that's why it was courage, right? He wasn't doing it for any self pursuit, you know, any self fulfilling desire or anything like that. Right. He was doing it because he knew those that he loved, right. Would be in danger. Right? He, could, he could have gone back to the Shire. Like that was their plan. Yeah. They were going to ship him back. And he yeah. said he got righteously angry yes. and that drove his anger. Excuse yeah. me. It drove his courage. Yeah. But another thing, just on the flip side of that, if you're the indifferent and all tolerant, which the Ents were kind of taken as the example of or the mm -hmm. archetype, you think of them saying, look, okay, like we don't care. We, yeah. You know, you can do yeah. whatever. What that allows is malevolence to come in in the form of Saruman and he who is someone who is power hungry. So the, the Ents, are, they aren't living up to their role as the wise and the righteous because righteousness is having power and using it for good. And they let their power down. They said, okay, we're not going to care anymore. And that allowed true malevolence or smart and cunning. Saruman the wise, dude, he was smart and cunning. And it allowed, like, it literally gave them room, excuse me, it gave him room to move in. And he kept taking room and taking room and chopping trees and chopping trees mm, yeah. and taking part of Fangorn Forest out. Hmm. And so when you are passive, when you should be at least assertive or courageous, it allows evil to grow. And this is all about sins of commission. I wrote a paper on this. The smallest sins of commission yes. lead... Oh, dang it. The smallest sins of omission, not commission. When You, you, get, you get money for your <laughs> <laughs> When you omit a right act, that can lead to the greatest evil, the greatest wrong act. So if yes. you're a, a German yeah. living 19... 35 and you yeah. hear all these things and you say oh it's not my business i don't mm -hmm. care instead mm -hmm. of a confronting them oh i don't care what happens 10 years later exactly. if you're a russian living any time in the 20th century and you you know people are being killed all around you and you say oh that's not my business i'm not yeah and the words of the end i forget what he says but basically oh it's not not our trouble doesn't concern us doesn't yeah. concern us yeah. and i think you let Saruman in. And see, and I think that's 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 the biggest thing. Like that's so let's bring it back. So courage, confronting it, turning ourselves to it and, and assessing it, you know what I mean? And, and then acting. And I think um Treebeard says this after he meets with the ants, right? They yeah, have, after they, the entmoot. Yeah, the entmoot, right? They all get together and they mumble and you know do their tree <laughs> thing, right? And then he comes back and he's like, We have we have decided that this is not our battle to fight. We have decided. Right. Yes. Don't make haste. Don't be hasty now. But so they did turn towards it. They did listen. They did assess. Right? But he still says no. You know what I mean? But I think what Mary brings about, right, is the is the idea of what you're talking about right now. And ultimately the biggest turning point for Treebeard with Treebeard was when he saw 
all of the trees that were cut down. When you right? see what malevolence like, does. Exactly. Right. So maybe that's 10 years later in Germany. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too late. Right. And so it's, 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 it's a, you're getting back. It's a vengeance thing then. Right. But how do we, how do we prevent that? It's, righteous, the, it's, righteous. it's the sin of omission that you're talking about. And I think my hope, my hope would be that some, something that I see wrong, right. That or something that is wrong, people would be inspired, inspired enough, right, and understand themselves and their own human dignity enough. Like in today's world, I think people, I think the fundamental issue in so many of the, of the, of there's the things wrong in today's world is that it's an, it's a, it's an un, people are uneducated about their human dignity, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a misunderstanding or misconception or ultimately just a a no conception at all of that you have human dignity and you exist for a purpose. And right. So my hope would be that one day people would be inspired enough, right. That, that they wouldn't become like the ants and kind of become stable or just, just stagnant. You know, they would just not become stale and mm-hmm. maybe af- afraid to engage, but they would continue giving more, more and more land back. You know what I mean? And kind of being stale in that. I don't, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? In that, in that, we would be inspired enough as human beings and that we would understand our human dignity enough to stand up for things what we believe is right, right? And then people on the other side, right, would also have enough courage to stand back to us, if that makes sense. Because I think, like, the problem is we're just not dialoguing. We're not, right? Like, ultimately, we just don't have... I was talking about this with uh, Catherine's parents the other day, but how, like... Just like in the 1900s, there was always this like adversity was so present. Like it, it was, it was given a face. Like Nazism, communism. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like you could always see like this is the enemy. This is the enemy. Like you know what I mean? Like this is like this is wrong. This is wrong. Whereas today, I feel like it's just ingrained itself in everything. It's there though. It's so abstract though. You know what I mean? That it's just everywhere. And here, you know I mean? I'm gonna tie it together. Yeah. So courage. I'm too much. Oh, that's me. Get out of here. Courage, and. It requires you to identify something. And what are we identifying? Because what we're saying is this evil that we're trying to fight is so latent and it's so hidden and it's so underneath what we can see. But what it really requires, especially at an institutional level, is what you hit on. It's the identification of human dignity because what these institutions, the higher-ups, they've forgotten what it means to be human. They've forgotten... They're trying to construct it themselves instead of figure it out. Yeah, and and maybe maybe it's not them themselves. I, I feel like I feel like the individuals understand, right? But it's the complication. I and mean, we talk about this with Catholic studies all the time: is how do we implement, right, all of this individual, right, mm-hmm. beliefs and thing that into an institution? Like that's that's the fundamental question, right? How do we bring the human dignity into the institution and have it be inclusive and yeah, that's a whole separate yeah, series yeah. of podcasts but right now to tie encourage maybe at like your school or work your family whatever institution we're trying to confront an injustice in confront the evil in perhaps when you can't see it it requires the identification in your own human heart first mm-hmm. and so that's what we're saying is to get back to the root of how we do this how to be real truly courageous know your worth because then you let God in. Because that's the only reason why it's you identity. know your worth. Yeah. And then you recognize identity, the identity of others, even the identity of institutions, which our government says are people. Corporations mm-hmm. are people, mm-hmm. according to George Bush. So at that point, <laughs> when you have that knowledge, that's the boom. You don't have to think. You just know, oh, I'm going to fight for that. Yeah. And that that point, when you, you are a tree bird, he didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like they talked, but they didn't know Sarma. Yeah. And, and fundamentally, 
keep on saying fundamentally. I don't know if I'm using that word right. But like at the root of it, it's just, I think it's, I think it's education too. I think a lot of people are just, are lacking the education. The education system? But not, not the education system, but just individuals are not being educated in a way that addresses their whole person, right? It's just kind of like this means to an end. You know what I mean? We're not really educating. Career. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's like, okay, I want you to understand the sciences so you can get a job and do these things and make money, right? And the humanities but, but we're not no talking in the exactly. Yeah, exactly. But we're like, we're not talking about the theology. We're not talking about philosophy. We're not talking about, you know, these fundamental human truths that have always been around that inform, like John Henry Newman talks about this all the time, right? Of how theology, all of these, like the reason it's called the liberal arts is because they all rely on one another. You know what I mean? But as soon as we go down these single tracks of ways, you know what I mean? Um, maybe, I mean, this is a whole different podcast we could talk yeah. about, right? But I think when it, what it comes down to is just like Treebeard, he didn't see the whole world perspective, right? He just looked internally. He just looked at himself. You know what I mean? But it took another, it took someone outside of himself, Right to stand up in out of love, right, and, and and encourage to stand up to him and say, no, this is right, and we need to stand up for this. I know you have the means to help us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, let me show you. You know, and then they went and saw all of the destruction. Exactly. You know? So I think, like you said, it's it's a heart level issue. At the end of the day, courage is a heart level issue. Individual. Individual of each individual, right? And honestly, my my hope would be that you could raise your hand at that thing this morning, right, and and say, hey, you know, I disagree with this, right, and that she wouldn't attack you personally. She wouldn't be. Well, she wouldn't feel attacked personally herself, right? But she would have enough. As she would have equal amount of courage that you had, right? To say, all right, let's talk about it. You know, like let's 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 get into it. Let's not just you know. You're just a student. I'm not gonna listen to you. You know, this is how it is. Yeah. You know, whatever. Well, dude, it's a two way a street. Sloughing. On one side you have courage, and on the other side you have indifference. Mm. That's all it is here, and both ways are domino effects. So if one person's courageous. Then the next, then the next, then the next. I was courageous today in a mm -hmm. small way, just like exactly. you were. Exactly. And I actually had people come up and talk to me afterwards. Yeah. So if you're courageous, you will ignite a wave and a just. Absolutely. But on the other hand, if you're indifferent, this like psychologically, it's proven. It's called the bystander effect. Mm -hmm. If you don't do anything, no one else is. Yeah. Nothing else, nothing else. But if you're the one to stand up because you have a heart who cares, boom. That's that. Yeah. I, I think that's that. Yeah. Yeah, good work. So I think practicals, like what you just said, if you are courageous yourself, you give others the courage to be courageous. <laughs> the courage, the, the ability to be courageous. Inspire it. Uh, it it's, it's an inspirational thing. You know what I mean? So I think it's, uh, what are practicals you got? Absolutely scripture. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I guess we didn't even talk about the whole Christian, you mean kept it very abstract with this picture, but. But this is, I know. think this is more in depth. Like this is one of the more in depth podcasts, we, in depth podcasts we've ever done. I hope so. But it wasn't, I, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. But practically how you can become more courageous, just read scripture that tells you about your own heart mm. and about God's heart. Mm. So, I mean, prayer, you can call abstract, but in a very physical and tangible way because you know like everyone knows when they could either be courageous or indifferent mm -hmm. and just lean into the uncomfortability yeah yeah and i mean it's and it's interesting those that, are my two it's interesting to see how the cardinal virtues affect and help one another like you need prudence you know what i mean like you need prudence to understand when to be courageous you know what i mean and you need courage like you need courage to be prudent sometimes right like it you know so i think um Maybe we can do a couple podcasts about the, about the virtues, um, but courage, Christian courage, can ultimately be seen in the life of Christ, coming out of complete love and complete service, right, um, 
to others and to the Father, right? Coming to fulfill the Lord's will, the Father's will. So that's us for the day. Thank you for listening. It's kind of fun just to take two of us and kind of, you know, dive into yeah. just kind of these deeper topics. And I appreciate uh, we talked about this being a short one. It's a 42-minute podcast. So thank you for listening. Uh, this God. might be my last podcast for a while as I'm moving down to Colorado in about a week and a half here. Um, so God bless. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah. be courageous. Go find a way to be courageous today. We'll be back. Go find it. This is John. And Eric. Sons of Thunder. John, John, the the John, two John. real ones, apparently. What? Peace. Get out of here, shit. Thunder. 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 Thunder.